Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Big weekend it's been. Oh my god, well, it was your birthday yesterday. It was. It was my birthday yesterday. A huge birthday weekend. It was so Unbelievable. Fun. Yes, yeah. so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. It was nice to be. Um, I did a Zoom birthday, so it was mm-hmm. nice to be with my friends, COVID safe, kind of lit in a video conference. I mean, like one singular shot. So I don't know. <laughs> After. So it was a magic show. And then after Alex, the magician left, yes. people popped back into the Zoom. So oh, there was really, like yeah, there was a little a after party, Zoom after party. And also, I mean, like you have a lot of friends also, Jenny, just want to like put that out there. Very yeah. hot friends too. What hot friends? Yeah. Very hot. Yeah. They were all, yeah, I know there are so many very attractive people who were in the Zoom. It was, yeah, 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 unbelievable. Including the magician himself. I know, an extremely hot magician, not one of the ones that I've hooked up with. Which is insane to me. I mean, like for you to have just like a sort of like this Venn diagram of like magicians, whether you've dated them or not, Mm -hmm. um, I just think is insane because I don't personally know a single magician. I guess I now. I mean, well, now I you know what. I, yeah. I have an entire Rolodex, which is just something fun about me. Which is a sickness. I <laughs> it's a disease, actually. Yeah. Um, but Alex, I mean, he's so talented at um, Alexander Boyce. Everyone should look him up and look up his magic. It's so good. But he does have a girlfriend and he lives with six doves, I think, which is just that's not a responsibility I would ever want to take on. Has a, having a girlfriend or? Having a girlfriend <laughs> or six doves. Or six they, doves. they spend all night cooing. Gosh. That's wow. what doves do. That is insane. Well, I mean, like now recently, I am becoming more bird friendly because I True. have this, this bird feeder. Um, I don't know if you can see it. It's Yeah, here it is. Beautiful. Uh, right there. Um, n- next to my little office area of my apartment, and this morning, it was just rummaged through by, I, I would say, like up to like six, seven birds at one time. Well, um, that's very much Disney princess vibes. Disney princess vibes. I did ask them to sweep my floor. They did say no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, absolutely not. I'm not doing your house chores. <laughs> I have the like, messiest floors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way. No bitch. Yeah. I love that for the birds. They mm-hmm. have, <laughs> they're like, uh, no, just feed me and then I'm going to go, which is they're how so I weird. act on dates. So, yeah. but there I was, mean, they get my was, vibe. <laughs> there were some dubs um, that definitely cannot fit into um, the bird feeder and they just like sort of like stand by the <laughs> bird feeder and they just like look at it, um, which is really sad. But that is, so your bird feeder is kind of body shaming. Body shaming this <laughs> body shaming that dove, yes. Sad. That dove should upsetting. feel bad about its body, ultimately, I believe. It's not allowed to have seed. No mm-hmm. feed for the bird. I finches? Absolutely. <laughs> finches are cuter than pigeons. 
and yeah. chunky dubs. Sorry to say it. Yeah. Sorry to say. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> um, I went, oh, so I went on that zoom date that I had for everyone who was just anxiously awaiting to hear how my date with a cardiologist, AKA yes. the heart doctor went. Um, he does not look like his pictures at all. Just so sad. It was so disappointing. And he sounded not at all like I expected, which is maybe rude of me. But once I heard his voice, I was a little bit like, oh, no, I don't think we're going to be able to do this for Wait, too just, long. Uh, justify it. What did it sound like? It was just it was kind of high pitched in a way that wasn't attractive to me. Sure. You know, well, it you, just... would, you would really hate going on dates with uh, gay men then. <laughs> well, I actually love to spend time and go on dates with gay men for sure, but I am just not, yeah. you know, that's not what I'm looking for in a romantic partner. It sure, that makes sense. You know, but he, he also took a phone call on the Zoom date, which I just was very offended by. I, it was a work call. So I recognize that he is a doctor and it's important. Like he has patients and there can be emergencies. So we had to take the call, but then I mute, he didn't mute himself while he was on the phone for work. So I just, I muted him and I was like, I'm just going to wait for this phone call to be over. Cause oh also there's an entire agreement that I'm not supposed to know any personal information for any of his patients. HIPAA. Oh God. That's like that is such a bullshit rule, I thought. Is that it's real? real? It's, it's real. real. He should uh, not be telling people on a first date the intimate details of his patient's hearts. I think, do you think it was like sort of like a setup? Do you think it was like he was potentially trying to like get you more interested by like, oh, I actually do have a job at a hospital? Yeah, like, look, I'm busy and I wasn't lying about my job. <laughs> I'm not unmute myself. Yeah. I'm really busy. So just listen to me t- take a work call. But I was just kind of like, I am not down for this, especially because it's over Zoom. I'm just sitting at my desk with a glass of rose, you know, uh-huh. trying to be fun and flirty, really pushing the conversation along. Because again, someone who is better over text than they are in person, which is just the story of my life. Right. And He takes a call. The call takes what felt like four or five minutes, which is an eternity when you're over Zoom. That's so fine. I feel like you, like, I feel so like you should have been like, also, I'm just going to leave, like, do make yourself busy. I was on my phone. I was busy. I was on, I'm scrolling on Instagram now. That's what he gets out of me on our date. But Mm -hmm. then we came back from the call and he's like, why did you mute me? And I was like, because I didn't really want to hear what you were saying on your call. And then... Was he offended? He was. Interesting. He seemed a little offended that I muted him. And then... That that to me feels as though my theory was correct then, that he wanted you to know about Right, he's trying to show off, I think. And it just wasn't really... It wasn't going to work. So then kind of immediately after that, maybe only a few minutes later, I was like, okay, well, I have to go. Yeah. And then... So he tried... Did he, you said he followed you on Instagram or? No, what? that's actually a different person. But <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> but he, he then was like, oh, we should do this again sometime. And I kind of freaked out. I, I had an immediate like, oh my God. Because I really did not want to do it again sometime. I can kind of tell from the one date that I don't think it's going to work out between us. And so I was like, oh, I, I kind of screamed a little bit. I was like, ah. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> not, full, not fully, but a little bit like, ah. Um, (laughs) while I was trying to figure out what to say and then I freaked out. I haven't been dating, you know, I was in a relationship for a year. I bet this is my second date and now over zoom, everything has changed very fast. And I just kind of was like, uh, I'm actually just kind of seeing what's out there, but thank you so much. It was nice to meet you. 
wait, did, did you mention to him that you are recently out of a relationship? No, because we did not really talk about yes. dating histories because we were really, it was very casual, the conversation that we were having so far because we didn't even yeah. get into that deeper point. Right. Because I feel as though like if you had brought that up, which I wouldn't really initially suggest bringing up for obvious reasons, but mm-hmm. I feel as though um, if you had, it really would have like worked to your advantage being like this the scream of it all yes the scream <laughs> of it all would have made more sense if yeah. i told him oh i just actually was dumped a month ago but i screamed and that's why i screamed, why I screamed <laughs> when you were like let's keep hanging out and i was like no Gosh. um at least i didn't shout no because i that's kind of what my brain was doing i mean i think the polite thing is to just say like oh yeah for sure and then ghost i don't know <laughs> i'm like because I don't even want to bother with having to compose a text later. I know. Is this, am I ruthless? Everyone just tell me if I'm being totally ruthless and mean to be like, no, I think it was nice to meet you, but I don't think I see this. How, I mean, this man is older, right? He's 34. Okay. Yeah. He can like take, okay. So you don't need to ghost him. Yeah. I think you can no, just No, I don't like- want to ghost him. I just want to be like, we're adults. I don't think this is for me. Thank mm-hmm. you for your time. Happy that you're booked and busy and employed. Yes. Taking work calls. I think that's fine. Right? So, but it's just unfortunate because I think it's proving to me that what I'm attracted to on people on, from people on Hinge is them being good at banter and texting, which doesn't necessarily mean that, that they'll be a good person to talk to. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't always, it doesn't translate necessarily. And I get disappointed because I'm like, oh, our conversation was so fun over text. Yeah. But I can't wait to have sex. And it's like, you won't even get there remotely. No. You can't even hold an actual conversation. Yeah. No, we're not getting there. And like no birthday sex for me this year. Which is sad, but. Sad. Not even a birthday crush. Oh gosh. Wait, so like who's who's next? There's there is no potential next mm-hmm. suitor or well, I'm you know, I still am talking to other people on Hinge right now. Um I'm interested in an analyst at an investment firm who's 31. Kill me. Okay. But he's cute and he's nice so far. We'll see. Right. I mean, like, yeah, you obviously cannot trust anybody. I can't. No one's to be trusted yet. But what I liked about him is um, his opening line was, this profile seems too good, as if you had outside help. And then your favorite emoji, Andrew, the detective. I was like, oh, you Google, huh? And he was I love that. So I love that. Yeah, he went and he found that we just recently updated my Hinge as a group. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So he's very interested. He's interested and he's smart. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah. we'll okay. see how it goes. We'll see. So we'll find out if I end up going on another like virtual date with him. Yeah. Um, and I guess really that's my receipt. I love that receipt. Yeah. Kind of fun. I love that they're using my emoji too. That yeah. Your emoji. The, the mm, suspicious. It's like, it's the monocle. Yeah. 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 I was looking at my, my most recent right now is the, um, crying like not the crying laughing it's simply you know the, the sobbing the, the sobbing which I was like oh no I need I are, need to work through that actually are you okay yeah yeah I, I think I'm just like naturally like putting that out there as like oh no I have to do this thing or sorry I cannot go to this I'm like no oh, okay. I, don't, I don't want this to be my life right now yeah you know? so no I'm, 
I want less sobbing, more truly of your monocle guy. I love when you're I being want a bit monocle to come back. Coming back. I love when you're a little bit suspicious, a little bit frisky. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> suspicious, like wants the no answers. Yeah. He needs the answers and won't yeah. let them go. Um well, I'm very excited about our guest for today. She is hilarious. She is also the hottest fucking Dana out there. <laughs> um, you know her. You love her. It's Dana Donnelly. Hi. Hi. Hi, Dana. Thank you for being here. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Wait, I just noticed, Andrew, are you, like, obsessed with horses? But, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I did have that that horse behind me. Um, yeah. And gave that to me. Uh, and then I do have a horse picture that you obviously cannot see that I'm looking at right in front of me. And then I do have a pin the tail and the donkey right behind me as well. And then Jenny actually made this because of these three horses. Amazing. Wow. Um, I was like, that's such a such an aesthetic. Yeah, I Such actually a don't give a fuck about horses, though. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but that's, like, your thing, though. It's ultimately my thing. Yeah, aesthetically, you're a horse girl without actually being one. Being a girl, yeah. yeah. Or a horse. Or a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, Dana, how are you? What is going on? How's your pandemic? I'm good. My pandemic's, like, okay, all things considered. Um, I moved. Um, I'm just, like, hanging out. I'm, like, listening to you talk about dating, and I'm, like, really glad that I'm, like, not dating. Thank you. Yeah. During the pandemic. (laughs) That sounds absolutely so brutal. I like literally like Zoom dates with someone you like don't like that much. Sounds like truly the worst thing that could ever happen. A little bit torturous. A little bit not my favorite activity. But what I do like is that when I left that date that I wasn't that excited about, I was just in my room. Yeah. So I was just in my room and I could just continue drinking in my room. You know, <laughs> the activity could just continue on without, you know, the Zoom. The Zoom. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's nice. There are pros and cons, I guess. Yeah, there are some pros. Also, like, you get used to everything. It's yeah. just like, whew. We're adaptable. We're yeah. strong. Yeah. I feel like part of my, like, the only thing I really liked about dates was, like, getting, like, someone else buys me, like, a $20 cocktail. Mm-hmm. I know? do love that. That is one of the best parts. And I am kind of missing that right now in this moment but if ever there's a second date then i can get a 20 dollar cocktail out of the this man is true. but yeah. i just I'm not i'm not gonna do the second date unless i believe that it's worth it for like my health and safety and also uh the cold how cold it is in new york right now so i can't even imagine yeah yeah it's like it has to be a huge commitment, honestly, to get the second date out of me. Like, I have to really be like, okay, you are hot enough that I want to risk my life for you. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it is insane. Yeah. yeah it's kind oh of insane. But I'm high also, stakes. yeah, it's very high stakes, but I am getting to the point where I'm like, I would like to be cuddled and loved this winter. And I would like to be having sex this winter. So, you know, I do need to yeah. Lock it in. Hopefully the analyst will come through. Yeah. He's, you know, just the next next victim. And then we'll see mm-hmm. <laughs> from there. I can really only concentrate on one hinge person at a time, it turns out. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I meet, I'm the same. I'm like monogamous with like really uh, low stakes crushes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a lot of effort to have a big crush on someone. It, yeah. Oh yeah. It's it like a full-time like- job. I mean, like, it's like, I have to, you know, look at their like socials, like once every hour, <laughs> make sure I'm not missing anything. 
Oh my god! And then yeah. like to have like multiple crushes, like I didn't even realize how much of a, like a relief it is to like not be engaging with like like five, seven different people. Like oh my god! It like you have so much more time in the day when you're not yeah, texting no. all these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, dating dating is a whole on job. That's why I really like that. Have you guys seen the Black Mirror episode of like hang? It's called Hang the DJ. Yes. Yeah. So like I love that concept because it's like your whole life is just devoted to like dating. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I'm like really, that. That needs to be what it is. If you're dating, it has to be like that's the whole thing. Yeah, we don't have time to also have a job. Like, yeah. just pay me to try to find my soulmate. Yeah, then, is that so hard? Is that too much to ask for? Right? Come on, government. Hello. <laughs> pair, pair us up. Yeah. Yeah, just pair us up and let us just do that, <laughs> please. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are we working in offices? Yeah. We don't need to. We just There's don't. Plenty of resources for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> we just like, really not pick our legs up. Yeah. So Dana, you are in a relationship. I am. Yeah. That's great. That's a it beautiful is. thing for this right. moment in time. It is. It's like it's really nice. I feel very lucky. I feel very very fortunate. How how long have you been dating? Um, we've been dating, let's see, we started dating last July. So okay. like a year and a half almost. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like great. A, year, a couple months. Yeah. You were together pre-pandemic. Yes. We were together pre-pandemic. Wow. How yeah. have things changed at all now that the lifestyle is different? Um, not really. Cause he was like, kind of, he like basically lived with me before and now he like mm-hmm. actually lives with me now. Oh, cool. So did you move in together officially? Yeah, I think he is giving up his apartment finally at the end of the month. But he's like, he's been, he has slept, he's like been with me every day since like the beginning of the year. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so much time together and you're happy and that's amazing. Yeah, it's like really cool. I'm just like, I've never had anything like, like this exactly, but it's been nice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just very impressed because it really, it is very meaningful to be like, okay, yeah, we see each other literally every single day. And not only do we not want to murder each other, actually, we want to continue to be together. I know. It's like actually I'm having a really good time. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I truly just like never thought I would be in this situation because like, um, like I kind of lived with like my college boyfriend for a little bit, but like it was never, it was like always like a little stressful. And then, like, my last boyfriend, he was very, like, he wanted, like, kind of, like, a formal division between, like, our lives and, like, our dating, which was, like, really weird for someone that, like, I had been together with for so long. Yeah. What does that even mean? He set rules? Yeah, like, kind of, like, he, like, he was basically just, like, I need to have boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just, like, a little bit, like, it was just never going to be, like, we were never going to be that close because of, like, the way that he, like, needed to separate certain parts of his life like I feel like you can't be someone who like needs to compartmentalize no not in a committed partnership that's going to become it like a team right exactly because like you can't if you're not sharing certain friends or certain like experiences then it's like you're always going to be kind of like yeah like you're always going to be like your own people and you're never going to be like a unit and I think like what I realized is like I want someone who like is yeah like is like my partner yeah Mm. that's beautiful Mm-hmm. Truly the truth. No, I'm like, I'm uh, so happy for you and so jealous. Thank you. I'm like, I, I was like, I always thought about this, but I like, I never wanted, like, there's so few relationships that like of my friends and stuff that I like look at and I'm like, oh, I want that. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm, mm-hmm. it's so rare. I'm like jealous of other people's relationships or like when I was in relationships, I was always like, oh, my friends are not jealous of this. And if I was not in this relationship, I would not be jealous of this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Cause they just like, weren't that good. but like, I'm finally in a relationship that like I would be jealous of. And I'm like, yeah. that's cool. Like, yeah, you deserve that. Cause I like never felt like that. Yeah. That's amazing. You absolutely yeah. deserve to be with someone where it's like, uh, it's over for the rest of you bitches. Sorry. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but like literally everyone deserves that. And like, just, yeah, we like, all this, do. Yeah. We really all do. And I think we all do. it's not possible, but it's like so hard to find like that person. Yeah. So were you friends first or? Yeah, we were friends for months. Like I met him in March and then we didn't start dating until July. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's nice. Do you think that helps kind of to set a foundation? So much. Also, because it made it so that when we started dating, it like we really, really liked each other, but there was like some sort of like precedent for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I like also knew him in a really different context, and like I didn't, I didn't like him or even like think about him as like a crush or romantic interest until like a couple weeks before we actually started dating, which what? is like rare because I feel like I feel like every time I date someone, it's like when I see them, I'm like, oh, I. Or, like, okay, like, whenever I think anyone's kind of cute, I, like, envision us together. Like, anyone. Like, it can be anyone. But, like, he's, like, one of the few people I did not, like, do that with Mm -hmm. for some reason. Like, he just, like, never was, like, an option to me or something. Like, I don't know why. That's so interesting. Because I'm, like, any person I'm uh, even remotely interested in, I'm immediately, like, what's our wedding like? You know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, who's going to be on the deathbed first? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think about that constantly so that's a mm-hmm. that's amazing that you were like oh no we're just we're friends what yeah we were just like really switch? good friends what flipped the switch for you like when was it like oh actually maybe we're more than friends I think it was like I don't know honestly I, I like really I don't know I remember I went on vacation for a week and then like while I was on vacation I like realized that I like liked him mm-hmm. and then when I came back I think uh, there was like another week and then we like went on our first date the week after that. Wow. And but it, like, it took a while, weirdly. Yeah. Was he feeling the same way too? Do you know? Yeah, I think he didn't. He also, I don't think like had a crush on me or like was looking at me as like a, like a romantic prospect until like it happened. Like I literally think it was like in the days leading up to us, like going on a date. Like that's when we both, I think we're like, no, I like this person. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was, like, exciting. Very, yeah. It was like almost like kind of like middle school in that like, uh-huh. it was like this weird thing where I'm like, okay, like if you don't like me, that's insane based on the way you're acting. And like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I'm like, but there's yes. still a chance that you don't. Right. Yeah. Like we, no one is saying what we're really feeling right now. Yeah. And like and neither like, of us were saying anything. And we were both like, so like reserved about it. Like it was so funny. That is very silly. How did, how did you ask each other out or like who asked you out? Um, so he like had been giving me rides. This is so like dumb, but he had been giving me like rides to open mics mm-hmm. for like, for like months already at this point. Like he just like drove me to like every open mic. And then like one day he was like, oh, do you want to do something like after this or whatever? Oh, okay. So you, you want to get a drink after the open mic? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. yes. And then yeah. very cute. And you knew that was, you knew that was a date or yes. was it possible it wasn't a date? I, I think I knew it was a date. Okay. At that point, I think I knew it was a date. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. I love it. It's like, and you never think of an open mic as a means towards romance. Not at all. The last thing that you think of. (laughs) 
really it's a, it's truly insane to me that I did end up like dating like a comedian I guess yeah but I I see how it's scary and something that generally on the pod we don't recommend so just so you know on the podcast <laughs> we have made a point to say actually prop no one should date comedians the official stance is do not date comedians yeah, yeah. the official stance yeah. is like no actors no comedians Officially. Very smart. Very smart. That's a good official stance to have. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Officially, mm-hmm. that is our stance. But I mm-hmm. obviously there are exceptions. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, but you know, you know when the exception is. I think if they're driving you places, like right? first and foremost. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like if they're giving you rides, it's probably fine. That's beautiful. Yeah, and like it's too convenient not to also make that your person. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, just makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah, you know, that's, that's math. math. Yes, that's math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's women math. in STEM. Yeah, women that's in women in STEM. STEM. Yeah, that's women in STEM. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely a woman in STEM move. Mm-hmm. Um, just make it more efficient. Consolidate. So he, he's also a comedian. You both, and I will just say this as a third party, are very hot, very funny comedians. Thank you. Yeah, so I will. I will say that. So I think. <laughs> Very well matched in terms of being talented and also attractive. Thank you. Beautiful. Is he the first comedian that you've dated seriously or just the best one? Um, I think it's like, I've kind yeah, I've kind of dated other comedians, but like nothing like this. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't like seriously dated any comedians. And then my last series boyfriend was like a writer. Okay. Like a comedy writer. But Mm -hmm. like, I think that's a whole different a whole different animal, if you will. Yeah. Absolutely a whole other beast. (laughs) I I do have a question. I hope this is not too intrusive. I am looking at your Instagram now, and he's not on the grid very, like, at all. He is. He's in some swipes. Oh, he is in some swipes. Okay. He's in carousel. He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say you have a very specific hot aesthetic where it has right. to be you forward the first exactly has of course. To be you forward I was gonna yeah. say it's like it's not so much like I don't want to post him on my grid it's like it's like I want to post me on my grid more like of me course. alone it is and also he, he takes the photos most of the time Ugh, so it's like I love that. he's behind oh, the camera so how could he even be in the picture exactly yeah. exactly yeah, to do I did find him in a swipe <laughs> <laughs> I did find him in a swipe he does look very very attractive as well so Wow. Winning. Winning. I know. But yeah, <laughs> like truly winning also that he drives you and takes photos of you. You've oh, got literally, it. that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. He's fully your team. Yeah. You yeah. Just need to oh, how to do hair makeup. And then you've got literally the whole crew. I think that would take a while. Like that yeah. would be hard to do, but yeah. it's not impossible. Anyone who's willing to learn can. Right. I agree. So. <laughs> <laughs> So do you work on jokes together? How is it in terms of like creativity? So he really helps me with myself. Like he's like so helpful. He uh, like anytime we like want to talk through an idea, he always has like a lot of really good ideas. And he also, he like really does like get me and my voice and like could definitely write for me. I feel bad because like, I feel like I'm not that helpful to him. Like, I feel like, like, it's hard for me to be helpful in the way that he's helpful to me. So, like, he definitely helps my creative process, but I don't know if I helped his creative process. I mean, 
you're fun and cute and an inspiration. So Thank that's you. enough. You don't have to do any <laughs> editing. You don't have to do editing. He I can do it. editing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, but like it's it's really cool creatively. I think it's like really awesome too to date someone that you can like literally just like talk their ideas with. And like yeah. like someone who also thinks in that kind of like build on that way. Cause I think yeah. like that's like one thing too with like dating someone who's like not a quote unquote creative mm-hmm. is that like they they don't know how to like add to your idea. Like it's just it's not even ingrained that they would. Like they don't even know that that's what you would do. Right. Like if I say something, they don't know that like what I'm looking for is so that for them to like say something else that'll make me think of something else that'll whatever you know. Right. That'll help you build the joke. Exactly. Like, the financial analyst that I will eventually go on a date with just doesn't yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah. That he does it. Like, he, he just wouldn't. Yeah. He just wouldn't. But the and if great could, thing about, like, yeah. like potentially dating a financial analyst or okay. whatever that is, um, I, I feel as though, like, you are absolutely, like, entertaining him always, and he's always going to believe that you're funny. Whereas, yeah. though, I feel as though, like, when you're dating another comedian, then it's, like, okay, like, a little bit, like, a, a competition where... It, I don't know. Have you found that? Is it ever competitive? Not at all. I yeah. mean, that's from, my, from my point of view. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think so because I think it's also just like we are like different enough where it's like we're never gonna have the same joke. Like we are right. such different people and like we come, we have such different points of view that it's like it's never gonna be the same joke. Right. right. Yeah, and sometimes I thought it was funny. I was scrolling through your Twitter, and sometimes you tweet in conversation with each other, kind of like a tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you will say something about your boyfriend taking a photo of you. Yeah. <laughs> he will have the opposite opinion. That's also a joke, but it's clearly <laughs> yeah. about the same oh my God, situation. It's beautiful. Wow. beautiful. Yeah. It's, no, it's like it's really nice. That's it's gorgeous. <laughs> It's material for both of you. That's me. Exactly. Exactly. I will say my the financial analyst I'm going on a date with has already said that he thinks I'm funny. Okay. That was within, Amazing. Yeah. That was in three hinge messages. So wow. you're winning. Already. Mm-hmm. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> That's what I need though, honestly. I just need people to be like to hype up my self-esteem right now. So I'm like, yeah, please just tell me I'm very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this will be promising because he seems invested. And he literally does investments. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. He's an expert <laughs> investor. Yeah, really oh. good at that. So uh, Dana, we are we play a game every episode. So we are going to do a little segment right now if you're ready. Yes, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, yes. Okay, so it's called Quick and Dirty. I'm going to ask you four quick questions. And just give me the first answer that comes to your mind. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Favorite flirty emoji? Uh, oh, the, the the wink face. That's like the, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Classic. Um, favorite opening line on the apps? Um, hi. If, like, I think that if you're hot, hi should be enough. <laughs> Yes, love. Only obsessed. if you're hot. Yeah. Only if you're hot, though, right? You have to try harder if you're not hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best date spot? Um, Just like a bar. Okay. Any bar? Any bar. <laughs> Any bar. If it has alcohol, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Um, And double texting, yes or no? no? From them or from me? Um, From you. 
No. Never. N- not How- not early on. No. Okay. How about what from about them? From them, I think it's also weird. Okay, here's my whole thing. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Okay, so early on, I think like I look if if they don't really try hard to have three dates with me, like they should be working really hard for at least three dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I should not feel like I have to double text before we've gone on three dates. That's like kind of like my own like mental thing. No, I love that. I love yeah. that as a set of rules. That's just no, because, like, that's really smart. Yeah, if they're not like really into you early on it's like that's only gonna get worse like those kind of things only get worse right I've noticed yeah it only gets harder if they're not super invested trying to hang out with you trying to make you feel like special and wanted like right yeah I like need someone who's like so devoted to me like I can't I can't have any sort of like half yeah yeah no (laughs) no question no questioning whether someone is into me anymore I literally can't I'm like I don't have time it's really stressful it's like so unnecessarily like degrading Mm -hmm. and it's like this weird thing too because I feel like guys feel if if guys like aren't really obsessed with you they almost like feel guilty and then they like put that on you does that make sense tell me more yeah tell me okay so like I feel like with like casual dating Mm -hmm. sometimes guys will know that they don't like you that much Mm-hmm. And that will make them feel bad because they know that you want them to like you a lot. Okay. And then they'll project that on you and like accuse you of wanting more when they just know you want more and they don't want to give it to you. Oh, wait. So they're just like gaslighting you. Okay. Kind of. But I, I think it comes from a place of like, we as a culture, like, ha- like we know other people's expectations of us, but we don't like always want to meet them and there's no good polite way sometimes to like tell people that you don't want to meet their expectations right mm-hmm. right because knowing that you're going to disappoint someone then makes yeah. you not want to take the blame for that especially exactly. especially as just as, as a straight man right like to take responsibility like, for that is too scary yeah they're like really they really don't want to disappoint people but it's like they they know that they will right yeah I've experienced, I mean, I've experienced that for sure. Like recently, I think the breakup that I just had could have happened maybe a month earlier, but I wasn't going to do it. But that last month was like very hard. And I think he kind of already knew that he wasn't as interested in me anymore. Yeah. And it's like this really weird thing where I think like, I've seen like guys do it more often than girls, I think, where they just like drag something out because they just like don't, they, they aren't ready to like let it go, but they also can't like say that they will never be able to like meet the expectations that you have of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're really onto something. But I don't know. I think, <laughs> no, I think you are. I, cause I, I'm just thinking about, um, I was, I was kind of having a problem with, I, I've been really emotional and needing a lot of support during this pandemic, especially Understandably. As who is creative. Yeah. So especially as someone who is not performing or getting the validation that I'm usually used to like finding other avenues for doing that. And it's been really, really hard to kind of cope with. And it's been a long mourning period, basically, of just being like, oh, my life has changed so much and I don't really know how to identify myself anymore and I'm sad. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Really hard. And um, I think it was really hard on my ex because he knew he couldn't meet my needs. 
Hmm. Yeah, right. I think that's like a thing too. Is it's like sometimes like you're dating someone and you do really like them, but you're like, I like there's just a, something where I'm never gonna be able to give you what you need. And I think that's like what happened to my last boyfriend too, where like there was just a certain point where it's like we just like weren't compatible. And I think like he knew that, but he like he I think he did really like me and he did try really hard, but there just like was like something that was always gonna be missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's very painful. Yeah, it's really, it's really, it's really shitty. Also, because I think there are so many people that you date that are, like, almost right. Yeah. Like, it's, like, and so it's, like, it's hard to move on from, like, those kinds of things, kinds of things when they, like, seem almost right. Because you're, like, yeah. well, maybe I, maybe I'm just being, like, weird. Or, like, maybe I'm being picky. Or, like, maybe, like, if we just do this or blah, 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 blah. But I'm, like, no, I think, like, things are kind of, like, right or they aren't. And I think, like, I, I've kind of, like, like, for myself, I'm, like, no, I think, I think, like, things work or they don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And like the faster that you can like figure out if it's going to work or if it's not, like the better off you'll be. Yeah. That like I think I, I personally started like breaking things off like a lot faster after like my last long-term relationship just because I was like, okay, if I feel this way this early on, like it's just like never, we're never going to be in a place where I feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really, that's very smart and also shows just like a lot of, like self-love, I guess, like no, being confident in yourself and like what you need and what you deserve in a relationship too. But also, yeah, like just feeling like I literally couldn't like Mm -hmm. take that anymore. Like I couldn't take the kind of like semi set, like the, the person who like, they do want to hang out with you and they do like you, but they don't like you as much as you need to be liked. Yeah. And like, it's like, it, that's like the most painful kind of relationship, I think, where it's like, it's so close. Like, it's like, it really is like almost there. And it's just like, but it, but it will never be there. Right. Mm-hmm. And we just can't force it or stay yeah. long. Or I, we're think, gonna yeah, like, I think I shitty. forced, mm-hmm. I think I forced like way too many things. Yeah. I've definitely done that too. And I think it's, it's hard because you don't know that your next relationship will be better. You're like, when will I find a relationship that'll be better? Am I going to find one? That's right for me. And what truly I love about talking to you, Dana, is that you're in one right now that is like so much better and good for you. Yeah. I mean, like knock on wood, but yeah, like I'm like, I like literally like this relationship has made me feel like, has made me like very aware of like how not, not really right my last relationships were. Yeah. That's gorgeous. But again, like I think I didn't find this until I started like, actively like cutting cutting off things that weren't working really early mm-hmm. well it's like you need to like have the, these really like shitty experiences like that progressively I feel like get less shitty you know <laughs> until like it's like okay like like this is the tiniest little shit that I'm putting up with at this point you know <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah no and it's really true that I mean, I dated some people who were horrible to me in my tw- like early 20s. And I that was important. That. Yeah, it's important. It is important because it's like, it's, it is like realizing like you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Like, yeah. I think like that was like the biggest like thing for me to realize. Cause like, I think I spent so much of my early 20s dating guys who like, just didn't really like, like me or even like see me as a person. And like, my whole goal was like, how do I get them to like me? How do I get them to see me as a person as opposed to like just finding someone who like already did. Right. It's like, how do I change this person? How do I change them? 
Right. When it's like, it's so much easier to just find a different person. Yeah. Like in theory, but it's like, you don't, you don't feel like that. And you don't like know that when you're that young. And it's like, it's something you have to do and like go through to learn. Yeah. It's like awful that we all need to go through it. And then I also like think about like people that are like still together from like high school where it's like you sort of like jumped over like you over this obstacle like what so like what are you missing now like what sort of like cues are you missing because you didn't have these awful experiences like the rest of us you know like where are we not connecting you know it's so yeah yeah it's so bizarre to me like I know so many kids from my high school who got married to each other and it's like weird because it's like I'm not even like from like a small town like it's like a very like like you know whatever like a a nice neighborhood where like most people like move to cities like it's like a nice suburb and it's like it's so weird to me that like so many people from my high school like got married and like a lot of them like broke up after high school and then got back together like after college wild and so like you can't talk to those people about like shitty dating experiences because they just like never actually like just like, like dated as adults. Yeah. I think like that yeah, dating, dating in your early 20s is like such a unique specific experience. And like, there's just nothing like it. That is yeah. universally awful. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. And like horrible. I literally also think like when you're in your early 20s, people feel more comfortable being shitty to you hmm. than like they ever will at any other point in your life. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Cause well, I mean, also everyone is just kind of figuring out how, what the line is they're like how right what can I get away with yeah (laughs) yeah like what are like interpersonal expectations of me I think it's just like so weird too because I've realized like in dating it seems like there are certain people who like who like who don't even have it in them to like treat you as like just like a human being I'm like I'll date people and I'm like you're being me you're being meaner to me than you would like a coworker. yeah like you're not you're not even like treating me with the dignity that you would treat like your neighbor who was like texting you about something and it's like where does that come from like why do you think like oh because we're like sleeping together you can like be meaner to me than you would like just like a random person right and uh, it should I- absolutely be the opposite Right. Yeah, the second you've been naked together, I think you should be nicer than you've ever been to any person before. You would think, but I'm like, oh, I learned from dating culture that like literally that makes people feel like they can be even meaner to you. I remember when I was 21, I was was talking to someone for like probably like a week or so, and I like walked past him on the street and we didn't acknowledge each other, but we like we like saw each other. Um, and then I remember getting home and seeing that he unfollowed me on Instagram. And I'm like, you're, that's just like so fucking rude. That's so mean. And it like obviously like destroyed me at the time. I'm like, oh my God. Of course. It's like, it's an like when, people, when people do things like that, I'm like, how do, how do you do that? Like, I've never had it in me to like do something like that. Like, yeah. it just like, wouldn't even cross my mind. Like, it's just so unnecessarily mean. Well, they need to think like so highly of themselves you know like that like sort of like puts like coins in their own bucket of just like hey like yeah I did that you know like I'm yeah this person yeah Yeah. but it's like it's just it's so bizarre because it's like yeah that's just like another human being yeah I don't know (laughs) with feelings yeah exactly like garbage you're done with even though yeah something intimate insane at a certain point so insane I'm really sorry that happened Andrew oh no it's okay because uh, that was like in between like that was before I was in a relationship, then I got back into a relationship, then that relationship ended. And so like, that was, so more recently I was on the apps again and that person messaged me again. Okay. Like, okay, cool. Like I, am, I have the power now. And so like, right. I'm just not going to respond. 
Um, Good. Don't, yeah, I don't know if they actually it. took it in, if they were hurt by it, but uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I love I that they were. No. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you didn't give them anything. Just like, no, sorry. You remember. Yeah. I remember. You they, remember. I don't think I don't think that they remembered like that unfollowed fiasco. Yeah. But, but, I yeah, would never was, forget. But I mean, that was a, a day of my life that I'm like, okay, like that's so shitty that you hated the way that I looked so much <laughs> that you were trying, like you wanted to disengage. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't, I need to cut all ties. <laughs> yeah, he was absolutely I'm so horrendous. fucking cold. Yeah. yeah. So Gosh. mean. So mean. I know. And like the lies that people think they can get away with too when they're dating someone. It's just like, mm-hmm. just because we like started going on dates doesn't mean that you don't have to tell me the truth anymore. Yeah, I know. It's, that's also really bizarre. Like, I'm just like, wh- like, truly, what is it that, like, when you start dating someone, like, casually, they feel like they have, like, a license to just be, like, so fucking mean to you. Like, I'm like, wh- I don't know where it comes from. It's so, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. It is mind-boggling. I feel like maybe people are scared to be honest and vulnerable, and then they're like, I will be a dick. But it just, we would just all be better off if, you know, if you don't like someone anymore, tell them kindly. Yeah. Waste their like, time. It's also just, like, easier because I'm, like, I've dated so many guys who, like, I've ended up sending, like, a literal psycho bitch essay long text, like, yeah. being, like, fuck you, I've never, never talked to me again. And I'm, like, wouldn't it have been nicer to not have to receive that had you just been, like, hey, I don't think, like, we're looking for the same thing, but, like, it's been really nice to hang out with you. Like, wouldn't you have rather sent that as opposed to, like, having to, like, look at this, like, fucking, like, essay of, like, someone whose feelings you hurt? Like, I would literally hate to read an essay from someone whose feelings I hurt. Like, that would, like, literally make me sick. Yeah. Yeah. Truly vomit and think about on it before bed every night. For yeah, like I years. literally would I don't make know. me physically ill. Everyone, this is like my my receipt. It's like from someone that like, yeah, again, like it's like I don't even know them, but like it was just like a mean email that I think about all the time. Oh my God, we got to read it. Yeah, okay. So I actually deleted the email because I realized it really, it hurt, it hurt me too much to even like look at or have evidence of it. But I have my outgoing email and then I'll summarize the the response. Perfect. Because I, 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 forgot, I forgot how much it traumatized me, but it like really traumatized me. I love it. Oh and God. I hope that we're giving you some catharsis today. Oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. We'll give you some release. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Should I tell yes. the backstory? Okay. So so basically, um, a couple months ago, I saw this dog on Petfinder, and I'm like, I'm kind of looking for a second dog. I'm kind of not. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if it's the right dog, I do want it. But like, it's like I just want a friend for my dog. My dog's two. Right. Um, and You're so just I what's found out there. what? You're just seeing what's out there. Yeah, I'm just seeing what's out there. I'm shopping around. I'm like, I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, and if it's if it's meant to be, it'll be. So that's kind of like my feeling with like my second dog. And so I um, found this dog that I thought was really cute on Petfinder, and I filled out an application. And then I sent like a follow up email because I like wanted to see the dog. And she was like, and we talked on the phone and on the phone with the lady who owns the rescue, and she seemed fine. And I set up an in person visit with the foster of the puppy, who was like a different like who was just like a random foster. Mm-hmm. I went to her house. We, my dog played with the dog and they like, didn't get along like super well. Okay. And like, my sister didn't really like vibe with the other dog that much. And mm-hmm. like my boyfriend didn't really vibe with the other dog that much. And so I was like, so I sent an email cause uh, I sent an email that was like, hi Terry. Okay. I'll, I'll just read it to you. 
hi, Terry, I loved Mickey so much and so did my dog, but unfortunately the people I live with are having cold feet about another dog. He's absolutely precious and uh, if I had my way, I would adopt him. But thanks again for being so accommodating and I hope he finds a perfect home. Beautiful. She said, Beautifully. I thought it was fine. I thought it really was really nice. She sends me an email back that's like basically to summarize was like, um, how dare you waste the time of the foster and my time and you should have been 100% sure, like blah, 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 blah. Oh. And like, and like, I hope, and then she ended it with like, I hope you are more considerate of other people's time in the future. And oh I was just God. like absolutely blown away. Also, cause I'm like, if, if the foster hadn't liked me, they wouldn't have let me adopt the dog anyway. Like it was a meet and greet to see if there was like good chemistry both ways. Yeah, that's and it's like point of the whole thing. That's the point. And she literally was like, you wasted everyone's time. And it was just like, they truly like, just like cut me to the core because also I realized when I send, like, apology emails, like, hey, like, I'm sorry, but, like, blah, 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 my worst fear is getting something back that's like that. And, like, it's weird because you you never do. Like, most of the time when you send, most of the time when you send, like, hey, like, blah, blah, but it's not going to work out, the other person responds and they're like, hey, no worries, like, take care, mm -hmm. or, like, whatever. Like, usually it's, like, not a big deal, and the other person usually does not respond like that, but it's, like, I'm always dreading that they will, so this was, like, confirmation of, like, my worst fears. <laughs> like, the email she sent me was, like, literally the, the email that I was worried she was going to send. It's, like, it's almost like, like she's never been on a bad date before. Yeah, like right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, like, having you just like not it just doesn't work out it's like baby girl like she every single moment of her life has been a quality moment that has never been wasted and you did that you did that for her I'm like oh i wasted your time i'm like what are you talking about i was just like yeah like i had a five minute phone call with this lady and like that's all that was all the time oh yeah five minutes is truly nothing and it's important that if you're if the two dogs don't get along then it's not going to work out, baby. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's like what the whole point, that was the whole point of the interaction was to see it's if they like, it's, it's almost seems like she wasted her time writing this long. Know, like, that, email. I mean, like, yeah, like it was just like, it was such a weird, like angry email. Like there was so much like anger behind it and like vitriol that yeah. I'm like, this just can't possibly be about me and this one dog. No. Right? Like I'm like, I'm like, there okay. must be something else going on with you that you yes. feel like, you want to be mean to someone you had a five minute phone call with. Like she's going through a divorce or something. She's right? got, like, she's got like, she other shitty trauma moment. And she's like, I will take it out on the, the cute young people in California who want <laughs> a rescue dog. Yeah. I want a rescue dog. But I'm like, literally like, it shook me to my core. Like I deleted it immediately. Cause I was like, so fucking terrible. Like I was just like, terrified and upset and like I just like it made me feel like shit and oh, I'm just like oh like the power that like a random stranger can have over your day like when a stranger just like randomly chooses to be mean to you that like really can fuck you up yeah it definitely sits with me for more than it should and I will be thinking about it forever I'll just be like what did, yeah, I, like, did I do something? This e this email was sent October 1st and I still <laughs> think about it like every day no yeah. oh Gosh. but I mean you did nothing wrong. You were and being responsible. You were like, I thought so. Dude, I, this I was like, I'm not doing anything wrong, but no, you got to make sure the whole team, your dog, your boyfriend, who's ultimately going to be the one who's going to drive the dog. Who's going to oh, take photos of the dog. Exactly. You know, he's going to like the dog too. And, yeah, and like, I understand his like sister's opinion being very important also. 
yeah, she like lives here. Like it's a big, it's her dog too. It's yeah. Like, and sisters often get what they want in terms. So that's the thing about sisters, especially younger ones. Yeah. Younger sisters get what they want a lot of the time. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well then that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that was like literally probably the most brutal like communication that I've had with anyone in a very long time. <laughs> So upsetting, especially since you would think that she's a woman who is trying to help animals. I know. That's also what I'm like. I'm like, you're on an animal rescue. I'm like, you could be like a little bit more compassionate. Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Maybe she doesn't like people. She might be one of those weird people who doesn't like people and only likes animals. Yeah. And that is such a type of person. Like the people who like leave all their money to their pets and stuff like exactly. that. <laughs> like cut their children out of their wells. They're like, yeah, my dogs like, are getting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you made me feel bad at Thanksgiving one year. You'll never see my money ever again. <laughs> like, but people are like that and it's absolutely insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. Truly fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for re-going through that trauma with us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I was rereading my email to her and I was like, this is really a good email. Yes, it's like crazy. Precious. It's crazy that she was so rude. So yeah. crazy. But she was just trying to pass on that energy to you ultimately, which is so yeah. fuck, yeah. I know, like, right, she was taking whatever she was upset about and she was like, I'm gonna make this girl feel like absolute fucking shit. Yeah, and I feel like, uh, like, ultimately, like, yeah, like, I feel as though the way that you're responding is, is like probably like what she wanted, you know, which is really messed up. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we do have to remember really at the end of the day that the whole team of people that went over to that house, you, your sister, your boyfriend, everyone is like very attractive and talented. So, right. you know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a very intimate, like, you know, a gorgeous, intimidating group of people that maybe she's jealous of. Sorry. Maybe. Yeah. My mom always says that people hate when like young women like laugh. She's like, a lot of people don't like it when like young women are having a good time. <laughs> Oh no. She's like, she's like, or like whenever people are like mean to me and my sister and my mom's like, they're jealous of your joy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm just like, but, but like it's like it's it is true to a point. Cause I'm like, I definitely think like people sometimes just don't like it when other people are happy. Yeah. Like sometimes it just drives it just drives them crazy. Yeah, if you're an unhappy person. So yeah. I feel like that is the story of this lady. And like truly, yeah, she's upset of your joy. Yeah. So does your has your mom given you any good dating advice? let's see um no my mom okay so my mom is like recently widowed so she's like also like technically on the market although she has a new boyfriend um but she in her widows group she like always talks about the dating so they had a dating coach come to their widows group and the dating coach I think like said a lot of things and I'm like well that's dumb but the dating coach essentially was like men don't want funny women men want a woman they can just like fall asleep next to like they want a woman that they don't find intimidating like blah 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 and like and my mom like told me and my sister this like in just like such a serious way and like we were both like well then that's not the man we want to be with like I like I don't want to be with like a man who like doesn't want me to like be funny or whatever yeah wait what was the gender of the dating coach she was a woman. She oh. was like a woman. Yeah, she was like a woman in her like early sixties. Yeah, and like she's say, advising. She sounds like, like she's coming out of the nineteen fifties. Like if you right, like, like fifties dating manual. Yeah, it's like really Miss Manners. Like very like like a little antiquated. Where I'm like, if a man like doesn't like respect me and like want like all the parts of me and he like expects me to be quiet, like it's like I don't 
Like, why would I? I don't want him. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. He can stay away. Like, I don't need a man so badly that, like, I (laughs) should have to, like, alter my behavior in any way. No. And, like, you can't help but be hilarious. So what? (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? But it was just so interesting. So I think, like, my mom's dating advice generally, like, when I was younger, I just remember it being very kind of, like, pick me. Mm -hmm. Like, pick me kind of advice where she was, like, oh, this is how you get guys to like you. Okay. As opposed to, like, oh, look for a guy. Be yourself and the guy who likes you will like you. Which, like, I think is, like, kind of the advice that I would give, like, my daughter. And I love that's the generations changing. I know. And it's awesome. And, like, it's. It's genera- it is so generational. Like, cause I'm like, oh, like when you were growing up, like this is just a kind of like expectations and like the norms and like what your parents told you. And I think it also used to be more important to like find a partner. Yes. Whereas well, like now I actually think it's like, it's not that weird to like not have a long-term partner. No, there are plenty of people who don't ever have a life partner or have multiple yeah over time yeah. or yeah. like if they want to have a family we'll raise one alone like they alone. will yeah that happens or I it'll happen like, later you know or it'll be like they don't actually meet the person until their 40s and that is great and fine like it happens yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's like one of the cool things about like modern life and like women being able to like financially take care of themselves like yeah. and own property <laughs> but like i'm like no like that yeah. is that's like what's good about it yeah, it is one of the best, you know, we can have a credit card, we can have a house, we can have, you know. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Let's go. Real, real members of society. Again, women in STEM. Exactly. Ultimately. <laughs> well, beautiful. Honestly, Dana, I think we'll keep your advice to your future daughter in, instead of your mom's in this instant. So, yes. so you're mommy for today. I'm mommy. I'm mommy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, Dana, everyone should follow you who's been listening. How do they do that? Um, on Twitter at Dana D only, um, D-A-N-A-D-O-N-L-Y. And then on Instagram at Hottest Dana. Amazing. This has been so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was really, really lovely. Yeah, so lovely to talk to I'm you. I'm sorry I was late. <laughs> You are perfect. It happens. Don't apologize to us. Or actually, literally, I'm going to say what you hope you get back from the apology email. Just like, it's no problem. It's no problem. It's no problem. We love Thank that you're you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. And thank you so much to everyone who is listening. This was Receipts. This has been Receipts, a dating podcast with evidence. Hosted by Jenny Gorlick. And produced by Andrew McGuire. Make sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Jenny Sequa, J-E-N-N-Y-C-E-S-T-Q-U-O-I on Instagram and at Jenny Gorlick on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at McGuireGuy at M-C-G-U-I underscore G-U-I. The cover art is by Megan Patzel. The theme song is written by Dylan Adler, sung by Cheno Pinter, and produced by Douglas Wittick. Check out full videos on YouTube and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe. If you need dating advice, we'd love to help you out. Send us a DM to at ReceiptsPod.